Welcome to the Way of the Nomad podcast, a podcast dedicated to people on their journey to their full potential. What's up, guys? It's Coach DJ, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Kevin Vu from Vujin Fitness. And today on the Way of the Nomad podcast, we're going to be talking about the hardest things that we had to overcome in our fitness journeys. And without further ado, Kevin, what's up? How is your day going? Yo, 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 what is going on, everyone? Uh, my day is honestly going uh, pretty well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am still recovering from COVID. I uh, recently caught yes. it last week. But yeah, we're slowly getting into like the recovery period. Um, things are still um, getting a little bit better, not like 100% yet. I'm also feeling a little bit more tired than usual uh, due to like COVID-19 and everything. But other than that, we're making great progress. How have you been, brother? That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. I mean, um, I would say, oh, no, our meeting will end in 10 minutes. OK, wait. So we're going to have to redo this because I still have the free version of Zoom. Um, but <laughs> I'll just uh, send me a link after. Yeah, but I'm doing well. And um, yeah, that's crazy that you got you got COVID. You're still. But guys, look, Kevin's still showing up, right? Still like showing this could up. be another. So this could be another reason for you to just like, you know, stay in bed. And this would be actually a great, you know, excuse because I, I know a lot of people that get COVID and they just like, you know, stay in bed and that's totally fine. But the fact that you're still showing up tells me, you know, tells everybody a lot about your character and tells everybody about your discipline. And, and you know, they, I think this is stuff that you probably, let's say you never did, you, you never started your fitness journey. How do you think, I just want to like ask you, how, how do you think you would react to this situation if let's say you didn't ever, you know, face adversity or if you didn't ever, you know, go through tough times, which is, you know, today's topic, which is the hardest thing that you had to overcome. Let's talk about that. Yo, honestly, like if I was to look back at where I first began, I think my mindset would be like the first thing that would have been like really lacking. Like every time I would feel like I'd face some type of like challenge or adversity, I would just beat myself up for it. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, like, guess what? I'm sick. I'm not going to bother doing anything. Like, I'm just going to lay in bed and like, oh yeah, life sucks. Um, I'm just not going to bother like taking care of my goals or taking care of my health anymore. Like that's my mindset going um, like back then, if I never started like this fitness journey and everything. And I feel like a lot of times when people are in that state where, you know, something bad happens to them, it doesn't even have to be a sickness. Maybe like someone passed away in their family or someone really close to them. Maybe they got fired from a job or they're going through a breakup. They start like curling up into like a little ball. And this is where they get into like almost like a depressive state and they let themselves continue going down like this deep, dark rabbit hole and things just get progressively worse over time because they forget that they life moves on whether or not they're on that boat. Life is going to continue. And if you don't pick yourself back up, if you don't keep your composure, then guess what? You're never going to move forward and it's going to be really hard for you to get out of that rabbit hole. Um, if you don't uh, do the necessary things, even when life isn't going your way. Um, so that's, and, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I wanted to just cut you off uh, because I think on this point, I think that's where, you know, fitness has so much application to your life, right? Like, especially, you know, all on the days that you don't feel like it and you still show up to the gym. Like, I think that's so applicable to, you know, uh, the days like like this right now for you that you're, 
you you have COVID and you can decide to you know not do any of your daily tasks, but deep down inside you know that like just like how you if you keep showing up for your fitness goals and you keep showing up for your health that you will continually make progress, right? You're not going to fall back on it. Same idea with right now with your business, like you can choose not to work on it, but just like how in your fitness, what happens when you miss the gym for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, right? Or when you stop caring about what you're eating for five weeks, six weeks, whatever. What happens is you fall back just like how you're sitting in that rut. And, you know, instead of just hopping back on the horse, doing the, you know, the bare minimum, uh, you you end up, you know, taking one step forward, 20 steps back, right? Versus you took one step forward, you had to pause, but then you took another step forward, right? And I think, you know, this is basically the whole idea that of, of, you know, today's podcast, we should, I want to dive into that of like the hardest thing that, you know, we overcame that in our fitness journey and how it applies to how we act in our daily lives, how it positively affected, you know, everything that we do, you know, outside of fitness and how that's how basically focusing on, you know, struggles and, and facing adversity really applies in your fitness, but also every aspect of your life. So, so with that being said, Kevin, tell me like, what is, what would you say was the number one hardest thing that you had to overcome in your fitness journey and has now made you a better person? Oh, I love this question so much. And I want to answer it in like, I think, it comes down to two things that are closely related. And number one, it's like just overcoming that fear in the first place, because every time you want to change, every time you want to go undergo, like, um, like let's say a serious fitness transformation, or you want to grow your own business, there has to be some degree of like you stepping outside your comfort zone, like doing the things that you're not used, not used to doing like things, doing things that you don't want to do doing things that you've never done before and that's how you're actually going to reach that next level so you cannot grow inside your comfort zone otherwise you would have already have everything you've always wanted right so for me number one is like overcoming that fear of like um oh i don't know if this is going to work or i don't know what i'm doing or oh i don't know what other people are going to think of me just doing it anyways despite all of that that's actually going to help you actually get you to where you want to be. So that's the first thing I've less I've known or I've learned throughout like my fitness journey and like my growth, my personal growth, my business, all those aspects. But another key lesson that I've also had to overcome was like stop caring what other people thought. And I think this one is huge by the way because when I went when I first went to the gym, uh this was like a few years back and I was like holy crap I'm so scared. Other people are going to look at me. I don't know what I'm doing. They're going to make comments. They're probably going to think like, oh, look at that guy. What is he doing? And I feel like this is the main mindset that a lot of times people who are afraid of like going to the gym in the first place, that's the initial thought that's going in their head. But once I actually overcame that fear and actually started going, that's when I started realizing, yo, no one cares. No one's looking, right? Like, it's so funny because you're going to the gym uh, gym thinking like, Oh, people are going to judge me. People are going to look at me, but everyone's focused on themselves. Everyone's like doing their own thing. They're trying to get their work in and get out. It's not like that at all. And most of the time people are super supportive in the gym. People are so supportive, right? Like inside the gym, people are coming up to you. Hey, by the way, just wanted to let you know that, um, in order to do this exercise, this is how you do it properly. And people are like the most supportive. Like it depends on the gym you go to, of course, but like, most of the time, that's how it is, or at least in my experience. And 
I just want to I just want to add in there. It's like, guys, I want you guys to realize that whether or not you know the person that you that you're intimidated by, he probably started off somewhere around your same state in terms of like nobody just starts off as an expert. Nobody just starts off as like this jacked dude. He probably you know has similar issues as you, or you know probably struggled with the same things. And um, you know just realizing that that people that go to the gym usually start off somewhere where they also felt that same way. So, you know, it's, it's not, it's not reasonable to think to your head, like, Oh, this guy's going to, he's going to make fun of me because uh, he doesn't know what I'm going through. I, I guarantee that he, that person probably does know your struggle or some type of struggle. Right. And I, I bet you that person respects the fact that you're actually doing something about it. Right. You're actually there, no matter like where you are, if you're overweight, you know, whatever, you know, underweight, overweight, whatever, like people all have different struggles, but we can all understand that the fact that you're there, you're showing up, that you're doing something about it, that earns you respect from, I'm saying that as somebody that myself had my own struggles. And, you know, when I see people that are, you know, totally new to the gym, beginners, I respect that. I, I like, I, and, and again, just like how Kevin said, I, I am the type of person that if I see something going wrong, like maybe you're, Let's say if I if I'm aware of somebody maybe about to hurt themselves, I wouldn't approach him and be like, "Hey, get out of here! Like, what are you doing?" I would just like you know Kevin said, I'd offer that support and be like, "Hey, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should do this, right?" And that's the environment that you are actually missing out on if you if you're scared of trying. And I I think Kevin is really what he, what you, what I'm getting from that is just like if you're scared, do it scared, do it scared, do it, scared. Do it anyways. Yeah, and I want to say like that. one last yeah. thing um on this topic too. It's like, you always have to ask yourself, like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, like, think about it. You going to the gym, guess what? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Oh, someone probably has thoughts in their head about you. That is, that's what's yeah. really holding you back from reaching your full potential. Like, who cares if that person has thoughts in their head? Like, they're not saying it to you. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't care. Yeah. Their opinion doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Like, why do you care so much about what other people think? Like... That person who you probably have no interest in or that person who probably is a super insecure themselves, like why does their opinion matter so much? Like the only person who should matter is like the opinion of yourself, right? Like that's what matters the most. And you cannot live your life based on like what other people are thinking because that's going to hold you back in so many other aspects of your life. Yeah, you know what? And I think everybody struggles with that in some way or form. Like, I, I know I struggle with that when, you know, growing up in high school, I remember that the biggest thing I wanted was literally to have as many friends as possible to literally like, you know, have so like as many people as I can like me. Like that is literally all I wanted. I just wanted to be liked by others. And there was such a switch that happened once I was like, you know what? after this like you know what is the point of me being inauthentic to myself and like barely liking what i'm becoming and just please people pleasing basically right because we all want to fit in that's all normal but man there was such a power that happened a big switch when i finally just like was like hey what do i want right and i started working like literally tunnel visioned and focused on what i wanted that's like when my life changed and that obviously fitness was a big part of that and i think that transitions perfectly onto like my biggest struggle that you know i overcame in my fitness journey 
And it actually wasn't in the beginning because I was fortunate that, again, I, I shared the story of like I had a, a, I had a phys ed teacher that really basically coached me and um, taught me the ropes. So I, that wasn't the, too much of a struggle of being worried about starting. Uh, but one thing, the hardest thing that I overcame was actually getting a getting into a car accident. I was uh, on vacation uh 2017 and i shattered my knee right and up until that point i was working so hard like i remember squatting 405 pounds for the first time like literally maybe a month before the trip and i was like feeling the strongest i ever been i was feeling like basically you know the best i've ever ever felt and looked right so you know i worked really hard and then i shattered my knee and as you can probably imagine, it's like, not only, you know, do you, am I thinking in my head, like, yo, I can literally, you know, not be able to basically run, walk, whatever. Like, I, I was thinking about that. That was like the hardest thing to think in my head, like, is my life going to change forever? Like, you know, I built this whole persona, like, this is who I am. I'm this physically active person. And I was, th I was literally thinking in my head, like, I might not be able to walk again. I might not be able to, like work out and that, that was like terrifying and that was again like it was it was so terrifying and i just remember you know the doctors there though this is what was crazy the doctors in because i got surgery in cuba by the way and i remember i remember that they i asked them and i think they did this purposely and and this is like this is a great lesson here the doctors i asked them i'm like um uh, do you think i'll be able to get back on like get back to running and like i literally asked him, that was my first question do you think i'll be able to get back to what i used to do right and the doctor looked at me he says yeah you you will just you need to keep working on it don't give up like that was literally the advice they told me like they they did not say no you got to be realistic you got to think about oh, it's such a big injury. No, no, no. They literally said yes. Like they, they were confident. They looked at me. They said, yes, you'll be able to do it. You just need to keep working on it and don't give up. That was literally the advice that the doctors in Cuba gave me, right? And what that did for me gave me such a relief. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So I'm not doomed. Like I, 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 I even though this is a really dark spot right now, even though this is a really, you know, bad situation, you know, they, they, they gave me that confidence to, basically believe in myself that I can get back to where I was. So um, that time that I spent in Cuba and, the, and I was just thinking in my head, okay, I was just thinking in my head, like, yeah, when I get back to, to Toronto, I'll just start doing rehab as soon as I can and everything will be good. Right. And that was such a different, it would have been in such a different scenario guys. If let's say, you know, the doctors told me like, oh no, you got to be realistic. Like you, this might be, you know, life-changing injury and this might, you know, you might not ever be able, like, imagine if that was the messaging I got and I probably would have just been so scared to start rehabbing right away or start doing anything. Right. And the funny thing is when I went back to Toronto, the doctors literally said to me, because I asked the same exact question to the, to the surgeon, the orthopedic surgeon um, in Toronto. And they said, this is a serious injury. So they said the exact opposite. They said to me, this is a serious injury and you need to be, you, you basically saying that I'd be lucky to get to 90% of my full strength and that I shouldn't expect my knee to be as good as my, my, my healthy knee because I shattered it into four pieces. That was the, 
that was the messaging I got in Toronto, right? And so what did I choose to do? I, I chose to say, F that dude. And I just kept working at it. I kept working at it. I kept working at it. And basically, it it's just from that belief. Like, it was from that belief that, hey, like, somebody told me that if I kept at this and, and I didn't give up, I'll be able to get back to my strength. And I looked at it and I'm like, what, did it, what do I want? What do I want to listen to this voice that's telling me that, you know, I'll be lucky to get 90% back or the voice that told me that, yeah, you can fucking do it. And I chose the latter. I can fucking do it. And that was the hardest thing that I ever gone through because, you know, there was doubt. There was, you know, possibility that again, and yes, I, I was thinking in my head like, wow, what if I don't get back to where I was? But I didn't let that stop me, right? And after two months of being basically what do they call it? Bedridden. Like I couldn't leave my bed without somebody literally having to lift up my leg because I couldn't bend it at all. After two months, I was finally able to use crutches and I was at the gym every single, basically every day in my wheelchair up until I could finally use the crutches properly by myself. And one year, I think it was one year later, I was back to squatting. Two years later, I broke my PR for all my lifts, my squat, my deadlift, my bench press, every single one of my lifts that I was so scared about not being able to do, I broke that PR. And basically that moment in my fitness journey, it just solidified this idea that if you want something bad enough, like no matter how out of reach it might seem right now, like let's say you're 300 pounds right now. Let's say you are, you know, maybe you're a hundred pounds and, and, and you're six foot two and you want to put on weight, whatever, how far away that goal might seem. If you choose to listen to that voice that I'm going to get this no matter what, like you want this more, what's the saying? You got to want it as badly as you want to breathe, right? That's like the age old saying. And if you operate out of that mindset, if you operate with that willingness to literally go all out, no matter what happens, you can achieve it. And this, this moment basically solidified that in my head. And this moment here, I am applying it to everything I do. Like my business, my, my, I, I got a degree in kinesiology and I didn't just get the degree in kinesiology. I got, um, highest honors, summa cum laude. And that's not to flex, but that's just to say, guys, like there are so many, there's so much evidence in your life that you can overcome hardship. This was one of them for me. And it really showed me what potential you can have if you truly want that thing. If you truly want that thing, you will get it. If you just don't quit, if you just work at it relentlessly. And that's basically the hardest thing that I over that I ever overcame in my fitness journey. And how it really affected my life is in every aspect of my life, I know that no matter how far, how dark, how bad things get, if you don't quit, you can rise out of that situation better, stronger. And yeah, that's, that's the story. That's the story. Um, yeah. <laughs> yo, honestly, first of all, I want to say like, yo, your freaking comeback and like your mentality through that whole period was a champion's mindset. You know what I mean? Like you chose, you made a declaration that you were like, yo, I'm going to come out of this stronger and better than ever. Like you made that decision. And as you mentioned, you could have easily just fell into that trap of like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to get any better. There's no point in trying. And that could have been your reality as well. Like whichever path that you chose, that would have been your reality. 
and 100%. And it all came down to like one single decision. And it's so funny too, because you had pretty much two options laid out in front of you. Like one person said this, the other person said this. And what we don't realize that we don't need two different people to tell us two separate um, things just to make a decision because we're constantly telling ourselves that in our own heads every single day. Oh, should I get out of bed today? Or should I snooze? Like that's a decision that we come across every single day. And those are the decisions that's going on in our head right now. Should I eat healthy today? Or should I order out, skip the dishes for the fifth day in a row? Should I work out today? Or should I skip another week of my workouts? Like those are decisions that we're making constantly. And those are battles in our own minds. So if we can overcome that and have that switch that, okay, I have goals. And in order for me to get those goals, I have to start making small decisions in the right direction. And that's the only way I'm going to get there. It all comes down to the decisions and the choices that you decide to make. So DJ, I freaking love it, bro. Like you made the right decision and look at where you ended up. Yeah, I ended up <laughs> exactly where I want to be. Uh, basically doing everything that I once was getting back to my full strength and now I would say, you know, this situation really, again, I, like fitness, I always try to apply fitness to your life because, you know, fitness is basically what my life revolves around. But I know that my viewers out there, uh, you know, you have so much on your plate and you probably fitness is like a small portion of your life. And I and I try to empathize that and I try to compare it to, you know, again, like business, to school, to um, you know, things that you are probably, you know, juggling around with, right? And I just want you guys to know that if you find ways to basically face challenges head on in your fitness journey, it's going to positively impact every single aspect of your life in a positive way. Like the next time you have a busy meeting and you're feeling overwhelmed and you have all these things to deal with, you remember that in your, just like how in your fitness journey that, you felt that exact same way, but what did you do? You showed up still, just like in this meeting, all you got to do is show up still and you're going to get those results, right? Or maybe there's a job interview that you're not feeling confident around. You're not feeling confident because blah, blah, blah. Same thing in the fitness journey, maybe going to the gym for the first time, you didn't feel confident. You didn't want to show up, but what happened? You showed up to the gym, you did whatever it was. Maybe you did a, you went on the treadmill. Maybe you did some machines, whatever. You still showed up. You still got some results out of that versus just staying at home, sitting on your butt. Same thing with the job interview. Maybe you were the only one that showed up to the job interview and you got your job, right? Just because you showed up. Maybe the, no, nobody else showed up, right? And this is just like, I want to give you guys that, that connection between real life scenarios and your fitness journey, guys. Real life scenarios and your fitness journeys. It's like they all apply to each other. When you feel like giving up in in you know, maybe even I like this example of like, you know, when, in your, when you do a squat, this is the best metaphor for life. At the bottom of the squat, that's the hardest part, right? That might be where you are in your life. But if you just give up, you're going to fall on your ass. You might hurt yourself, right? The only option is to push through the hardest part. And what happens after you have to push yourself and, and you get that result, you get that reward of, oh my God, I, I lifted so much weight or in your life, I actually overcame this struggle in my life. And this, I want you guys to think, 
adds to the bank, the 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 bank of your of your life. Like I want you guys to think, everything you overcome in your life adds to this basically more proof to yourself that holy holy crap, like I'm capable of so much. Like oh, this thing happened to me and I overcame it. This thing uh, happened to me, I overcame it. This thing happened to me, I overcame it. So what what do you think is gonna happen with this huge bank account of like things that you've overcame? This daunting task that comes up because you know you have so much proof of what you've been able to overcome. It happens and you're like, huh, okay, I'm just going to attack it the way I've attacked all these hundreds of other things that I've overcame. And that's how I got, that's, that's really what you guys should realize when you frame the idea of adversity, frame the idea of hardship, frame the idea of obstacles in your life as just another opportunity to grow and basically become better every time that you overcome it. And with that being said, I think this was a lively one. I think we just dropped tons of nuggets here, tons of useful, valuable tips that, guys, I want to leave you guys with this message. You know, all this advice, all this talk that me and Kevin are putting out there means absolutely nothing if you don't take action. And here's a quote. You know, they say knowledge is power, but knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge is only potential power. It's only when you take that step and actually apply, take action, that knowledge actually becomes power. So, Kevin, if they want to see more of you, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at Vision Fitness. I'm also on TikTok and Facebook. And you can also check out my own podcast, A Vision Includes You Podcast. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcast. All right. Awesome, guys. So, again... Check us, check out the podcast, listen to it. But more importantly, all we ask is that you actually change your life because we became coaches. We do, we take the time out of our days to literally give free content out there just so that you, we can change at least one person's life. So again, if this was valuable, please share it on your stories, tag us and we'll share, uh, share it on our stories. And until next time, we are out. Peace. If you got any type of value from this podcast, please share it with a friend, leave a review, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach DJ, out.